Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What are you doing? I'm trying to find the pictures, unfortunately. You better be, because if you're just texting somebody in the middle of trial, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to be swallowing that phone. (laughs) This is the plaintiff. Sean Tomberlin. He says he was walking his dog one day, and the defendant's dog nipped at him, bit his finger, and took out a chunk of his knuckle. The defendant's aggressive dog's a menace to the neighborhood, who bit someone else after he bit him. And this defendant needs to be taught a lesson, so he's suing for $4,545.38 for medical bills and pain and suffering. This is the defendant, Andrew Burt. He says the plaintiff fails to state his dog was not on a leash at first, and that's what started the scuffle. In fact, the dog that bit the plaintiff was the plaintiff's own dog, and the opportunist is looking to cash in at his expense by suing him here today because he refuses to reason with an unreasonable person who is lying. He's accused of a doggy dilemma. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated, come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. Sean Tomberlin, you are suing Andrew Burt and Angel Merriman. You have power of attorney for Angel. For $4,545.38 in medical bills and pain and suffering that you believe they should pay you because their dog bit you. Tell me what happened. Uh, Thank you. So on March 19th, I was walking my dog late at night. Uh, We were, he was off the leash. Uh, As we came down the street, I noticed Mr. Burt and Angel with their two dogs on the side of the road. Your dog's not supposed to be off the leash. No, ma'am, he's not. Why do you do that off the leash then? Uh, I shouldn't have done it, and I don't do it anymore. Yeah, but, but usually there's a reason, like were you just coming out, just going back, or what? what we're, was it? we're on our street late at night. There's rarely anybody out. But you had the leash in your hand? Leash in my hand, yeah. So as soon as I that's saw a, that, them, That's the part that I don't see. Okay. I have the leash in my hand. I'm there. I'm leaning over, but I just don't hook. Okay. <laughs> no, so as soon as I saw them, I called him back. Uh, listens very, very well. Immediately came what back to my What kind of dog? Side. He's a golden doodle. Okay. And a smaller one. He only weighs about 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he immediately came back put him on his leash, and then and crossed him. I would say there's probably 50 yards between us while okay. this is going on. Um, as we crossed in the street, they were on one side, I was on the other. Uh, their dog, the larger dog, uh, Gator, became pretty excited. What kind of dog? 
Black Lab. Okay. Um, became pretty excited. I didn't want to instigate him anymore, so I stopped on the side of the road and just said, is he friendly? And they said yes. Uh, so I waited. My dog was on my right side at this point, and they're on the far left of me. Um, Gator was pulling pretty hard. He's a pretty big lab. Um, and Angel was walking him. So he, she was kind of getting drug along behind him. Uh, by the time they came face to face, Gator became aggressive. Well, how did they come face to face? They were on the other side of the road. So I, as to not instigate and just let the dogs meet, I waited for her to come over. She was oh, having so you guys were, were going to have your dogs sniff each other? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I asked if he was friendly. They said yes. So I waited. I led Cooper around from the right side of me. Um, as soon as they got close, Gator became aggressive towards the dog. I tried to pull Cooper away with a leash. My hand got in the way, and Gator got my hand. How did your hand get in the way of the two dogs? So Gator and Cooper were coming this way in front of me. Right. When Gator went after Cooper, I yanked Cooper back this way. Right, but your hand's way up here. So how does it get to where it can get bit? That's he, why I don't get it. He got my left hand. So Cooper was on my right side, leash in my right hand. So at least there's nothing to do with it. Where, how did your left hand then get between the... Just, just a simple motion. As I pulled back, my hand was there, and it got in the way. Okay. So you got bit. Do you have pictures? Uh, yes, ma'am. And you ended up having to go to the hospital, and what happened? I did. So I went to the hospital. They, um, they gave me two x-rays because of the swelling and the punctures. They were, the, the bite lined up on my finger. So it wasn't just a nip. It lined up on my finger. Uh, the what does lined up on your finger mean? His jaw came down this way. How do you know which dog bit you? Because my dog was on my right side being pulled back by the leash. Mm -hmm. This dog was coming at me this way. There, there just really wasn't an opportunity for my dog to even bite me. I, I would also say my dog's never bit or snapped at anybody's whole life. So you were there. What do you say happened? The, most of that story is, is accurate. However, um, when the dogs did approach, do you have a copy of Angel's statement? Yes, I did. I want okay. you to talk first. And she says, you know, that Did you asked, not see it? I was behind her. So you didn't see it? Not, not completely. So no. why are you here instead of Angel? They're my dogs. <laughs> it's like a whole Inspector Clouseau you know, thing. You know. They're not my... Is your dog friendly? <laughs> um, okay. Except for you didn't see it. So yeah. go ahead and hand Angel me... Angel says that in the conversation, the both dogs started snipping at each other, and instead of pulling away, he got between them to break it up, and that's when he got Did bit. you see that part? Yes. What's it take to get your attention? No, all right, no, so that, tell me yeah. about that part. And then we, you know, asked if he was all right. We're both nurses. We offered to uh, give him aid, and he said no. No, but I'm did okay. you see the part where he gets between the two dogs? Is yes, ma'am. Okay, tell me about that. He was reaching down to separate the two dogs. With his hand. Yep. Which is really foolhardy. Well, but let me yep. just ask you a question. At the point, uh, what are you doing? I'm trying to find the pictures. Unfortunately, you I better don't be because if you're just texting somebody Not in the texting, middle of trial. <laughs> You're going to be swallowing that phone. <laughs> what, no, that's right. what were you looking for? Pictures of what? The finger? The finger. Yes, please. I'd like to see it. Go ahead. Take okay. your time. Thank you. Welcome back to People's Court. Harvey Levin here. We are in front of the TMZ Celebrity Tour Bus with these fine folks. Look <laughs> how much fun they're having here. Uh, so here's the question. So when two dog owners let their dogs come face to face and they sniff each other, and then one dog attacks the other, is the dog uh, owner of the one that bit the other responsible for the medical bills? You're screaming no. Who's screaming no? You've got to come way up here. Dog owners, they don't know what their dogs are going to do, and so no one is at fault. No one's at fault. Everybody agree with that? No, I think 50% I think that the other dog owners should pay, because both dog owners allow their dogs You're to going 50-50. Anybody think 100% they should pay? Yes, I do. That's what dog training is for. Invest in it. Oh, okay. Okay, three different views. Put a muzzle on. You talking to me? 
<laughs> going inside the courtroom. Did you end up having to get stitches? They wouldn't stitch because of a dog bite. They wanted to heal open. So I got a real long soak in betadine, like iodine stuff, to clean it out. Uh, and then no stitches, just a good wrap for about two weeks. Did you know whether or not they're, you, did you get the injection or no? Uh, I previously had a tetanus shot. Right. Uh, I asked Mr. Burt right away, you know, has your dog had his vaccinations? He said yes. Um, and then I followed up with him the next day or maybe two days later just saying, I really need to see those shot records to be comfortable with it. Uh, you know, I really felt like his dog wasn't being aggressive towards me, just towards my dog. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Oi. What did it do to your nail? Uh, the fingernail actually never f totally fell off, but it split it pretty wide open. Has it grown out? Uh, yes, ma'am. Wow, that looks like it hurt. Here's the thing, okay? At some point, you send him a letter. Do you have that letter? Yes, ma'am. Let me see that. Who do you think bit him? Which dog? Angel tells me that it was his dog. Yeah, but Again, Angel, I was behind and I didn't. If Angel tells you that, why is it that you write a letter? Because according to him, and I'm going to see it now, if it's true, that you write a letter saying you're so sorry for what happened. Well, I was. I'm sorry you got hurt. Yeah, is that what you say? Or? Let's see. I assure you that Gator is healthy. Both of these labs think they are humans. They sleep inside with me every night. They are not provided the opportunity for any such exposure that you may fear. I assure you rabies should not be a concern. That doesn't sound like somebody who's sorry he got bit by his dogs. This whole, like, you got bit by my dog is all big, and this kind of annoys me because it's a big fabrication now just to not have to pay. And I hate that because that's like lying under oath. And I guess you feel like you're not lying because you're not saying anything about how it happened, but then you're presenting me with an affidavit that I think is a bold-faced lie. Because if, in fact, she had told you that night he got bit by his own dog, you would not be writing this letter. Now, do you have any evidence of Gator biting anybody else before this occurred? Uh, no, not before this occurred. Do you have any evidence of biting but after? So I, I didn't bring any evidence with me. Unfortunately, Gator's been put down because of biting two more residents is that uh, accurate? earlier this, this year. This was after the fact, yep. Oh, for goodness sake. How did the bites occur? They I was out of town them. at the time. The, How did uh, the dog get out? They busted the, I threw the fence. Who was taking care of the dogs in your absence? A friend of my son's. Are the other people who got bit suing you too? No, ma'am. Did you pay for their medicals? They were, I talked to them and that wasn't an issue. Do you have, you have your medical bills, correct? Yes, ma'am. Ma let me see your medical bills. You literally walked in and out. The bill was $2,245? Yes, ma'am. While you're looking for that, 2300 of what you're suing for is pain and suffering. Tell me about that. Uh, for about six weeks, I couldn't use my left hand for anything. So that, Are you right-handed or left-handed? I'm right-handed. Okay. Um, but it also meant things like not being able to go visit my parents out of town that week because I, I wasn't traveling on pain medication. Uh, it meant not being able to participate in any of the physical activities I do, golf, softball, tennis, any of that stuff. Okay. So... So your pain and suffering is you weren't able to play golf. You're speaking to a it's golf pretty widow. Pretty you're rough. speaking to a golf <laughs> widow. So yeah, yeah, I am not a sympathetic ear on that. Sure. And you're but and you clearly had no use of your left hand. You say for for six weeks. For almost six weeks. Okay. So discomfort. So not only stiffness in the finger, but soreness under a fingernail. Trying to wait for that to grow back is extremely uncomfortable. Uh, I've also spent you know, six months trying to chase him down and work with him to get him to pay for the bills he's responsible for. What has he said to you during all those times? Uh, he expected to have a tax return soon, and I told him that that was fine and that I was comfortable working on a payment plan, that communication between the two of us would just be important. And then what changed? What I changed? I don't think that I need to pay for, for you know, him putting his hand between two dogs or trying to, to fight with each other. I didn't. 
Just, hey, you not... know, listen, he's trying to pull his dog away, and, you know, this stuff all happens in a split second. I mean, he didn't, you know, see a charging dog and go, here, take that, here, I'm going to put that right in between your jaws. Right. Here, here, right. take it, take yeah. it, take it, right here. He didn't do that. You know, he's trying to pull the dogs away. It's not the smartest idea, mm -hmm. but, you know, no one's thinking at that moment. No one's thinking, oh, let me give him my butt to, to bite and not my finger. There would be a bite elsewhere if there's any, any, you know, he's trying to protect his dog. Look, under Florida law, here's how it works. And not every state is the same. But here's how Florida law works. If your dog bites and causes injury and you're in a public place, you need to pay for the dog's injuries, period. Okay? The only defenses to that are several things that have nothing to do with our facts or one defense that might have something to do with our facts, which is negligence on his part reduces his recovery by that much. It's one thing to look at somebody and say, well, you're a dum-dum, you shouldn't, you know, your hand shouldn't be, but it's quite another to call it negligent. I mean, negligence is really, that's like a, that's a big deal. I think it's crazy for dog owners to bring their dogs to sniff each other, but it's another thing to call it negligence. Negligence is a big deal. And I don't know that, you know, a guy who's trying to separate two dogs and his finger gets bit, I'm going to freeze it in time and somehow figure that there was a different way for him to do it so it's all his fault. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make him eat some of his medical bills? No, I'm not. So um, I am going to order the defendant to pay the plaintiff $2,245.38 in medical bills and $1,000 in pain and suffering for a sum total judgment in favor of the plaintiff in the amount of $3,245. That's my judgment. Good luck, folks. Thank you. All right, so this is what the defendant has to say coming out uh, in the hallway here. This case is over, and you come out on the losing end here. Yep. Um, I'm glad it's over. It's unfortunate, you know. I, it's a shame he got hurt. Okay. I don't think that I should pay for him sticking between two dogs, but... Sticking his hand in there to break it up? Sticking his hand in there, yeah, you know. Well, There's well, other ways to do it. Just snatch him away. You know? So that's your big defense, that he broke up the well, fight the wrong I'm way? Not, I'm not a lawyer. I don't, so I just didn't think that that... Okay. Follow up, Sir McIntosh. Okay. All right. Step on in here. Um, all right. How's the finger and how's has everything else? Finger's better now, but uh, appreciate the judge taking into consideration, and, and I'm glad it worked out for me. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what what are you sticking your finger in between two fighting dogs for? What's no, the matter with it, you? It wasn't an ejected hand in there. It just happened to get in the way as the two of them were scuffling. You're you gonna know? kick them next time, right? I'll do my best to kick a dog. I don't, I don't think that's, that's a right. good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Harvey. Okay, FYI, in some states, Kurt, uh, when a dog bites a person, there is automatic liability. That will do it for this case. Litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom, right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Michael. He says the defendant, his tenant, stiffed him on one month's rent, left the place a blooming mess, and he won't let the guy get away with it. That's right, he's taking his case to court to recoup the money he's rightfully owed. And can't wait to see the look on the defendant's face when the gavel comes down in his favor. He's suing for $4,058.16.
This is the defendant, John. He says the plaintiff was his best friend and allowed him to do whatever he wanted to the apartment when he thought he was a prospective buyer. Once he let him know he was buying another place in the building, the guy did an about-face with him, turned into a real control freak. And here they are. He's accused of running out on the rent. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $2,677.50 for all he's out. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant was a pig who ruined his apartment. But the defendant says the plaintiff was his good friend and this is revenge because he found a better place. It's the case of Oink You. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Michael, you are suing on behalf of your daughter as a representative of your daughter. She owns the particular unit we're talking about? Yes, that's right. Okay. Uh, you are suing, let's see, but nobody wants this name. You're suing John? We'll just refer to you as John? Okay. Yes. John, the former tenant, for $4,058.16 in damages and rent that you say that are owed, you are counterclaiming against him $2,677.50 for items you left behind that you've changed your mind about now and the fact that you had no gas during a period of time and had to eat out a lot. All right, let me hear from you. Well, I rented the uh, unit to John, the defendant, um, in February of... 2014. How long did he stay there for? He stayed there for the 12 months of the lease and two months and one day beyond the lease. All right, but did you think that he was also interested in sell in buying the place? Yes, he did. He told me he was going through a divorce. So, so during the course of the year that he lived there paying rent, everything was fine until the end, right? Yes, that's right. Okay, so his he should have moved out February 28th, correct? That's yes, what that's doing. right. But he called you and he asked you for a little more time. No, actually, uh, we agreed to that in um, in in January. He okay. To he told me that uh, he told me that he was buying a place in January. He didn't know how the uh, right mortgage got it. So he said that he asked you for more time. You said yes. So it was just going to be a month to month at that point. Yes, exactly. Except for that, when March came, he didn't pay any more That's rent. That's right. That's exactly. And uh, what he said to you was what? Well, what he said to me uh, was that he planned on using his security for rent, and I told him that that wasn't acceptable. Is that, is that accurate, sir? Uh, yes. How much security did you have there? I had too much security. So now, you move out, uh, you don't, do you pay rent at all in uh, March or April? No, and there's a reason why I, I used my security rent. Yeah, I know, you wanted it on your side, uh, in, your, in your pocket and not in theirs, no, but. No, that's not true. Okay, what's the reason you didn't okay, pay I'll rent? Okay, I'll tell you the reason. You know, first, I like to discuss the reason why I'm here. The, the, the real reason why I'm here, Your Honor, is because this control freak couldn't get his way with me. Number two, there's two you? segments. There's two segments I like to discuss: is our relationship and the claims he has against me. If you don't mind, first our relationship was very good, got along great. After the gym, I would shoot out to Huntington, go to his house go inside, have coffee, have a drink with him outside, spend an hour or so, even met his neighbors. I'm the greatest guy. Yes, that's He's right. He's wooing you so you buy the place. Your Honor, <laughs> very smart. <laughs> Let me it's just say something. It's that's not... what I'm getting to. That's right. what I'm getting to, Your Honor. So he's just suing you now for what he's going to tell me. And you haven't given him a chance yet to tell me the damages. Dr. Do you have Jekyll yes. and Mr. Hyde. Okay. As soon as he, I told him I wasn't interested in buying my, his, apart, my, his apartment, 
He turned on me. Okay. Okay? Went in my apartment three times without permission. Okay? To do what? I don't know. How do you know I he tell you, I know what he did. He what went, did he do? He opened up my closet doors and was looking inside for any kind of damages. He found a hole in the wall that the people who installed these sliding mirrors doors that I put in, he didn't like that. So I have to fix the small little hole, okay? And he was also complaining about the doors that weren't opening and closing correctly. And he, before that, he asked me if I, he loved the doors and he would like to keep them. Because you took the metal doors. And then doors. he came Stop in talking. and he's talking. Stop talking. You took the metal doors off of the closet. Rusty metal doors. And you Disgusting. put instead um, some mirrored mirror. sliding yeah. doors. So then he's complaining that it was my responsibility to get my sliding doors fixed properly, which they were fine. And I have other, I have more to Did talk about. Did you take the light too. fixtures? He has other claims too. I like yeah, to discuss. Yeah, he's suing you because he says you took some light fixtures. What was okay, that about? Okay, I like to discuss that. I, mean, I like a lot of light. So I took out those light fixtures. I told him I was going to go buy them. I bought some nice light fixtures. And That's I told fine, but you didn't leave the light fixtures you bought. Where are the light fixtures? The light fixtures are in his garage, because I brought them there personally and handed them back to him. I broke one light fixture when we were taking them off, and I left him a very nice light fixture in replacement. OK. OK, they're in his garage. These are the light fixtures. Yeah. Uh, uh, my question to you is, did he bring you the other no, three light didn't. fixtures? Yes, no, I did. It's I kind of odd. Stop. It's kind of odd that he leaves only one. I mean, he has a very specific story, and then what he did, because he did leave one light fixture there. Fixture yes, behind. he did. That is a very peculiar thing to do if the story he attached to it is not accurate. Why wouldn't he just rip out all the light fixtures and run off in the middle of the night with them? Because in the haste that he left on May 1st, I don't know if you know the details, he called me at 11 o'clock on the morning of May 1st, saying that he was moving out right then and there. It got to be very contentious with a lot of curse words back and forth. Why were you, why were you two cursing at each other then? Well, because he was supposed to give notice according to the, uh, um, the agreement to stay month to month beyond that. That was our agreement. We had an oral agreement that he would, I said he could stay as long as he wanted, okay? Did you call him the same day to tell him that uh, these are the metal doors? Yes. Okay. Did you? They're not rusty. No, Why are you saying not. they're rusty? The they're... hinges were rusty. Uh, did so? He did you not give him any notice about the fact that you were leaving? I did. What the same day? No. What kind of? Oh notice? yeah, the same day I called him. I was leaving. But let me Had tell you. Had you told him before that to... that May first would be your, your last Honor, day? I tried calling his son-in-law because I wasn't dealing with him since March tenth. So I was talking to his son-in-law. I I called him a, a bunch of times in April to discuss May. So I want that, and, and he never returned my call till the last minute because he was trying to not compensate me for the gas. Okay, so what happens when he returns your call? What discussion do you have with the son-in-law then? The son-in-law never returned my call. Well, who called you at the last minute? I call, at the last minute when I was moving on a Friday afternoon at not 11 a.m. It was one o'clock in the afternoon. You were there and moving out. Th this phone call you're talking about happened on May 1st. That I was leaving, yes. At 1 o'clock, it was. At 1 o'clock on May 1st. Because I, I rented the elevator in the afternoon from 1 to 5 in the building. And the rent and in I this moved, place was how much? I moved 2, all my personal stuff how out. How much? 2000 a 2000 a month. Is that accurate? Yeah. Do you have a lease with him? Yes. May I see the lease? Yes. I can tell you that... You uh, were suing for $400 in late fees because you feel that you are owed both March and April. 10% no. of the rent if it's not paid by the 10th of the month. Payments after the 10th are subject to a 10% late fee.
You're suing for the $2,000 in May's rent because your position is if he's there one day in May, then he owes me May rent. Yes. Um, I think your other position is he gave me no notice, so he owes me May rent. I'm not sure. No, but the no. position was that um, he stayed the day in May. Yeah. and That's uh, good, because the other position right. in New York City and the boroughs, you do not get notice from a tenant, okay? But he's right that when you are there on day one of the month, you entitle him to the entire month. Now, did you re-rent it? No. I, you still I, haven't re-rented it? No, it's a, in contract for um, sale now. Okay. Well, I, right. But I posted the, uh, a rental on May, 4, May 5th, I guess. Okay. So the, and nobody rented it? No. All right. Just You're suing for $75 to clean the stove, the sink, and the fridge because you felt that it needed additional Well, if you cleaning. can see the pictures, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it could have been done better. Um, you're suing for $383.16 plus the $1,150 for a contractor, right. and that's because of what you say are damages to the apartment. So now I'm going to hand you these pictures, and all I want you to pull out, because there's 300 pictures here, okay. is the damages that you are showing me in a picture to justify the amount that you're suing for, which is $1,400 plus in, in repairs to the place. What is it that was wrong with the place? Okay, well... There were lights, the lights that were missing. Mm -hmm. uh, so show me the receipt for what it cost you to replace the lights and oh, show me okay. the lights that were missing. Do you have a picture of the lights that were missing? Yes, I do. Okay, let me see that. Let me see that. They were installed <laughs> in 2008 uh, when the place was remodeled. Do you have a receipt for them from 2008? No. Can I ask you, what was it the contractor had to do? According to you, they had to put all these, the three lights back in, right. and they also had to patch up some holes from the sliding glass doors. Right, actually. Do you have the receipt from the contractor? Yes, I, I uh... May I have that? Okay, here we go. Were there blinds missing? There were the blinds in the bedroom. There were three mini blinds in the bedroom. Here's a picture. That you supplied? Well, they were there. They were there when he moved in? Yes, exactly. And he took them with him? Is that what you're yes, saying? Yes, they're missing. I don't, I what say you to that? Fabrication, again, there were no window treatments at all in the apartment. I went out and bought all new window treatments, and I took them with me when I left. Okay. I have receipts Do you have any like proof those. of the window treatments that you say were there that were no longer there? Any well, pictures that you had? Some pictures from before. You've, I don't know. If uh, yes. I think, actually, I probably Have you mixed did. them all up? While you're looking, yeah. let's talk about your counterclaim. You have a $2,677.50 counterclaim. You yeah, want sure. the mirrored closet doors that you left behind returned to you. He didn't, he asked me, he loved them, he wanted me to keep them there. I didn't say I was giving them to him. They were $2,100 and $2,177. Oh, you never thought about asking him for that money until he sued you. No, you until never he once asked him. No, for that until money. he turned into Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde when I wasn't buying the apartment. Why should I, would you do him a favor after that? So, would you ever do business or get involved business-wise with a good friend? I don't think it's a good idea. Friends and money don't mix, and it's worth it to keep your friend and don't lose them over a dollar. Okay, what do you say? I just feel that never mix a friendship with, with a business. Okay. That's not a good pack. You say? Uh, I agree. Okay, I agree. <laughs> wow, compelling, going inside the courtroom. When you left, you left them behind, right? It's, I'm sorry? When you moved yes, out, I left, you I left, left them the behind. Very, yeah, you never intended I, yes. to charge him for him. It's just that now that he's suing you... That's correct, of oh, course. Okay. Why, well, if he that doesn't entitle you to change your mind about what you left behind and didn't everything. replace. Why wouldn't the I? The $500 for five takeout meals per week for four weeks 
at $25 per meal. Tell me about that. Well, there was no gas in the apartment. So I eat home like five nights a week when I'm working. So I had to call in, you know, for food. I'm in the, I'm downstairs by okay, the deli. Okay, what about all these holes the and stuff mat. that are We by, talk, we right. speak. What about all these holes and stuff that I'm seeing? I don't know, I'll be honest with you, there might've been one or two holes in there that the guy maybe put in the wall when he put the mirrors on. Okay. I can't find the blinds, a picture of the blinds, uh, Judge. All right, so here's what's gonna happen. First of all, when you're there one day, you owe rent. So I am ordering you to pay the $2,000 for the May rent. I am also ordering you to pay the two months late fees because you can't do what it is you decided to do for March and April. So that's another $400. You are not suing for March and April because you're, that's where you're giving credit for the security deposit money that you have. As far as the amount to clean the stove, the sink, and the fridge, I am going to award that. That's $75. And as far as the contractor and the lighting fixtures, I am also going to award that but not the portion that deals with the blinds because you're unable to prove that the blinds were there beforehand as opposed to that it's something that he supplied and was, had the right to take away. So I'm going to reduce that amount to a straight 1000 That leads me to a figure of $3,475. Um, as for his $2,177 lawsuit for the mirrored closets, no. That's something that he left behind. He doesn't have a right to change his mind about that now. I am a little bit concerned, though, about the fact that, you know, he doesn't have something that he's renting, which is the gas. So I'm going to round your recovery, take off $475 from it, and make it a sum total judgment in your favor in the amount of $3,000, which is what I'm ordering the defendant to pay you. That's my judgment. Good luck, folks. Well, the judge figures out this unhappy breakup, and it comes out to 3,000. Your reaction to this? Uh, it's what I expected. Exactly. Everything that happened today, the judge's decisions, was everything I expected, so I'm fine with everything. Uh -huh. Well, you did have a countersuit that she, uh, well, you won a little bit of it, but not the... But I was accepting the fact. I knew I was going to lose it. You can kind of see these things Yeah, coming, no, I right? know. Yeah, I totally knew what was going to happen. What's going to happen next? Nothing's going to happen yes, next. Yes, you're going to leave. You're going to go. Have right a good there. day. All right. All right, so, satisfied how this finally winds up? Not entirely. Explain that. Well, because uh, so, some of the you things... You called you Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, well, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I don't have to see him anymore, so that's fine. You were going to explain why, uh, what you weren't well, satisfied with Well, the, ju the judge cut down things more than she should have. Harvey? I got to tell you, people do business with friends, and when you do, you have to be especially vigilant to document things all along the way or it will blow up in your face. That will do it for this case. Litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom, right now. This is the plaintiff, John Hicks. He says there was a warrant out for his arrest because of some problems he had with his wife, and he needed to post a bond. The defendant, a friend, collected on that bond once his legal troubles were cleaned up and now refuses to give him the money she collected, which was his in the first place. He's suing the sneaky woman for $350, the amount he's owed. This is the defendant, Jessica Hyland. She says the check from the bond was made out to her. She cashed it and gave it to the plaintiff's friend. She did as instructed, has no idea where that money went, and certainly didn't keep it for herself. So, oh, the plaintiff? Ha! 
She's accused of bailing on the bond money. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket. The plaintiff says there was a warrant for his arrest. He needed to post bond, and he says the defendant, his good friend, pilfered the money. But the defendant says she gave the money to the person she was supposed to. It's the case of I feel a special bond with you. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. John Hicks, yes. you are suing Jessica Highland for $350 that you say she owes you from a bail return. Tell yes. me what happened here. Um, on October 1st, 2010, I was arrested for a warrant. Um, for what for, charge? Uh, uh, violating order protection. Domestic violence? There's menacing, but... Um, yeah, for domestic violence? Yeah, domestic violence, yes. Okay. And um, I, went, I went to jail. I went to the precinct, and a friend of mine came to the precinct to um, collect my wallet with my, my, my bank card in it. And once that was done, you know, he went to the, the bail bond, withdrew the money out of my account, and he didn't have a job at the time, so he contacted the defendant, and the defendant put up two pay stubs. How did you know this individual? A mutual friend. A mutual friend. Which is my... Oh, now, who came to you to say, can you help us? A friend. How close a friend? Because that was really putting you on a line for a complete stranger, stranger. who's charged well, with violating I, a restraining we've, order. We've, we've met before. Yeah. We acquaintances, but we weren't best of friends. Did you understand what you were doing? I... Thought I was just helping out a friend. Right. Did you understand what it means to sign? Did you have to sign property over or anything? No. Okay. So what did you sign? Just promising that if he bails, if he goes away, <coughs> if he doesn't show up, if he fails to appear, that you then are on the hook for the rest of the bond? I was not aware of that at that uh, isn't time. Isn't that exactly what the bail bondsman explained to you? Um, it was not explained. I. How, what was the bond? The size of the bond? Fifteen hundred. Right. And so how much, so did you have to put up any money or he put up the money and you just showed your paycheck? From my, I showed my paycheck. What if from you my think own... was a reason for wanting to see your paychecks? Like, come on. They you, didn't, you gotta, they your didn't... brain cells have to be connected because I know you're speaking and you're listening to Correct. my... Correct. So what did you think was a reason why the bail bondsman insists on seeing your paycheck <coughs> to see if you can afford what? Fill in the blank. Something. True. Right? I, I... So you were going to be on the hook. So did anybody pay you a little something, something? No. When they came to me and asked me if I can, they were putting up the cash and they needed pay stubs because they didn't have a job showing pay stubs. So I did that. And the only thing that was promised to me with Mr. Hicks was he was to paint my apartment, which he okay, did. Okay, so something was promised to you. Now it makes sense. So did he paint your apartment? Half, halfway. Why? What happened to the rest? I have no idea. He just disappeared. And Bell's Bonds Benz was calling my phone, asking me, he's, he hasn't checked in. Where did you go? I didn't go anywhere. I painted the living room, the kitchen, the hallway, and the bathroom. She refused to let me paint the, be the bedroom. And that was Were it. the Bell Bondsmen calling her, trying to find out where you were because you hadn't shown up? No, I mean... Did you I ever fail to show up? No. Did you fail to show up? The Bell Bond? I had the signature. I had to sign in every week. She says the Bell Bondsmen were calling her and saying... He hasn't signed in. Uh, I, I signed in every Was week. there a court date you didn't show to? No. All right, so what happened with the case? Okay, it was disposed of in 2012. How? Um, I ended up going to um, anger management classes because okay. the original charge was menacing, and it was, it was frivolous because my wife and I, we had gotten, uh, we were visiting, we were cordial. Then we were visiting, and I, had, I received a phone call, and I left, and 
she didn't want me to leave, so we argued. And like ten days later, I, I received a phone okay, call saying so, to myself. So in. in 2012, it was resolved by you going to anger management, yes, and, and so and when, once the case was closed, did you plead guilty? Of the um of disorderly conduct. You pled guilty to disorderly conduct and had to do anger management courses. Yes. And then um, once the case was closed, the bond is released. Yes. And a, a portion of the money that you put down ends up getting returned to you because that's money that you actually put down, not through the bondsman. Yes. All right. But it goes to you because it's in your name. Correct. All right. And how much was that? $350. And this was two years later. So what happens when you get that money? Or when, did you get a, a was, check in the mail or did you get a, a notice? It was, it, they called me stating that the check was ready. I went and I picked, uh, picked it up from the Bellsmont. I cashed it and I gave it to the guy that actually told me he put the money up, which is now he is deceased. Okay. And you gave it to him and said, here's your money? Yes. And that was that? That was that. That was the end of it? That was the end of it. And you Until haven't I heard, heard from, from him, him in all these years? Correct. It's been three years since that, month, that check was cashed? Correct. And you have not heard from him in three years? No. How, how, why do you suppose you're hearing from him now? I'm guessing he's strapped for money. I, I have no idea. I haven't heard from him. Who's the lady who's with you? She is the girlfriend of the deceased man that put up the money. Oh, come on up. Do you know her? Yes, I know. Oh. Were you shocked when she walked in? Would you post a $1,500 bail for a friend? I'm going way in the back. I would. I believe it also depends on how close you are with that friend and if he or she is able to also pay you back. Why not? Well, how about this one little factor, and if they might flee? No, I don't want to be involved in that. Okay, going inside the courtroom. The reason why she haven't heard from me, I didn't know her last name. Okay. And so how did you find out her last name? I, I met somebody that that knew both of both of us mutually, mm -hmm. and they told me her last name. And then I I called. Actually, did he uh, put up the money, or did your um, husband or boyfriend? Boyfriend. Boyfriend put up the money. He put up the money. Who put up the money? He did. He who? Your boyfriend, boyfriend or him? The boyfriend. Your the boyfriend? Your boyfriend. Your boyfriend. Yes. Okay. Are you sure about that? Like you know it was his money? I didn't go to I didn't go to no bank with him. So you don't know if he put up the money. You just know he I mechanically know he had the money. He physically went and did the money thing. But did you know where the money came from? No. Okay. Do you know whether she paid him the money? Cool. Do you know whether the person standing to your right paid your, your boyfriend? Yes. The, yes. You, did that happen in front of you? Yeah. Well, yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. It happened in front of you? Yes. They when actually lived together. Who did? Yeah. John Hicks and Dwayne Cooley. Your, your boyfriend? My boyfriend, yes. Okay. So you weren't living with your boyfriend? No. He was living... All right, and, um, and they actually live together, so do you think your boyfriend took it to him or you think your boyfriend just took it or you don't know and you don't care? He wouldn't, he wouldn't just take it. How are you gonna prove your case that she uh, got that money and kept it as opposed to paying it when your friends, uh, I'm sorry that, that he passed away to all mm -hmm. of you who I'm sure are pained by it, but how are you gonna prove this case when she's here saying, yeah, you know, she paid him the money. She, all she is is a person who stepped up when you needed her to and got a few rooms painted in return and, and moved <coughs> the money along. How are you going to prove that she stole your money? I, I, the, our friend, he, did, he, he, did, he died before she got the check back. No. 
He died. He died before, before he got the when check. When did back. he die? And two years ago, um, 2013. Okay. And the check when wasn't until the case wasn't until um, September. September the 9th. September the 6th, 2014. 13. 13. 13. 13. 13. And the check had came back way before that. I cashed the check on and about November 7th, between the 7th and the 11th of 2012. 12. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not looking too good for you. No? Uh, I mean, no, it's not. My verdict I mean, in this case is for oh the boy. defendant. Thank wow. you, yeah. Your Honor. All right, so the plaintiff comes on out here uh, looking a little, little... Yeah, man, disappointed. Got a look on your face there. Yeah, because, I mean, she she got the check. She don't know if the girl gave it to her or not. I don't know what they got cash, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. well, why did it take you so long to, to, to get I, I at this? I didn't know her last name. No. You didn't know her last name? No. no I just found it out. Thank right. you. All right. All right. All right, so step on over here. What, what What's going on? Well, the judge made a good decision. Yeah. I received the check. I gave the money to him. If it wasn't given back to him, there's no way to prove it. What's going on with him? I have no idea. You would have to ask him that. So why do you think he waited this long? He needed money? He needed he money. money. And, and all of a sudden, you're, you're the target? I'm the target. That's it? That's, That's it. it. Plain and simple Plain like and that? simple. Harvey? <laughs> okay, Kurt, I got to say, the fact that he waited three years did not help his case. Uh, when somebody owes you money, you got to document it, and sooner the better. Get it documented when you think there's a problem.